0: This July 4th, from Angel Studios' The Force Behind His Only Son and the Chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July
1: 4th.
5: Code KMC.
4: I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me.
2: Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG.
0: This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Made at PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. You're listening to
5: Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters.
1: Uh,
3: Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion.
6: Amplifying we'll truth and pursuing clarity. Kevin
5: McCullough, now. We've got a big show for you, friends, today. Um, we will get a uh, Legal Eagles view Of what some of the stuff that uh, special counsel John Durham uh, testified to before Congress yesterday. Uh, We will also speak with former Ambassador, Senator, and Governor Sam Brownback on some religious liberty issues and breaking news to start.
2: interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at
3: townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere.
2: Kevin McCullough.
3: I just want to help people think.
2: Nationally
0: syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. he's playing the
3: role as uh, as well as
0: anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. The odds are he's right.
3: It's Kevin McCullough, Radio
5: All right, friends, uh, glad you're with us. Uh, Welcome to Thursday. It's a very busy day. We've got a lot that we're going to get to. Uh, Former Ambassador Sam Brownback, he was an ambassador in the uh, Trump administration for the causes of religious liberty and uh, wanting to help make that a reality for many, many people uh, around the globe. Uh, He's going to be with us with an exclusive. He was part of a congressional hearing yesterday yesterday. That was very exclusive and dealt with something that we have talked about, but I think we may be the only show in America that has talked about it, uh, and we will get into that uh, coming up. And then a little bit later on, Imran Ansari, who's a, a law partner at um, ABK Law here in New York City, uh, Idala, Kamins, and Bertuna. It's uh, one of the most uh, well-known well and recognized, uh, very competent uh, legal firms here in the city. Um, we're going to get him to kind of uh, break down um, Special Counsel John Durham's uh, takedown of people like Adam Schiff and others in the Congress yesterday. I know that Matt Gates and some of the people are a little bit upset with Durham. Um, we we <laughs> we got enough out of him to be able to censor uh, Adam Schiff yesterday. That that's not a bad thing. Uh, so anyway, I'll leave that there, and then we'll uh, we'll get back to it uh, as we uh, get into it a little bit later. But I've got to start with this breaking story. Because uh, about an hour before airtime, Aubrey Spadey over at Fox News uh, broke the story that has people's jaws dropping. Um, Joe Biden shocked a group of U.S. officials when he openly discussed sensitive information regarding the Chinese spy balloon with a room full of high dollar donors. On Tuesday, the president told about 130 guests at a fundraiser in California that Chinese President Xi Jinping was embarrassed after the U.S. shot down the Chinese spy balloon off the coast of South Carolina in February. Direct quote from the president. The reason why Xi Jinping got very upset in terms of when I shot that balloon down with two boxcars full of spy equipment in it is that he didn't know it was there. Biden reportedly uh, said, uh, "He said uh, dictators don't like don't like that when it happens. They don't like embarrassment when it happens." U.S. officials in attendance were surprised by the president's remarks at the campaign event, according to the New York Times, which reported that an anonymous source confirmed Biden's comments were in fact accurate. The president also referred to Xi as a dictator during the event prompting anger from Chinese officials when asked about Biden's decision to discuss the sensitive information at a big dollar fundraiser. The Pentagon referred Fox news digital to the white house, which has yet as of this moment to return comment uh, shocker there. Uh, Biden's 2024 campaign also did not respond when uh, asked if a campaign event was an appropriate setting to share information that does not appear to have been publicly released by the intelligence community. Now, you know why this is significant, don't you? The thing they want to, the thing they want to crucify Donald Trump for on the Mar-a-Lago stuff isn't whether or not he had the right to have the papers that he had. Uh, they they want to say that he was um, negligent with sensitive information. They want to, they want to try to convince you that he was uh, in some way negligent with sensitive secrets that should not have been revealed publicly And that he's that's why he's terrible. That's why he needs to spend the rest of his life in prison for 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 hanging on to these these documents. Um, Biden's possible oversharing came just days after he said the spy balloon fiasco was more embarrassing than it was intentional for China. When asked about uh, Secretary of uh, State Anthony Blinken's trip to the uh, to that country, and whether he could ease tensions overseas, he said China has some legitimate difficulties unrelated to the United States, and I think one of the things that balloon caused was not so much that it got shot down, but I don't think the leadership knew where it was, knew what it w- was in it and what was uh, going on, Biden said on Saturday. I think it was more embarrassing than it was intentional. China hit back Wednesday saying that Biden's comments severely infringe on China's political dignity, that's what they're going to say to their, to their boy. You're our boy. You're not allowed to embarrass us. You, you like those uh, million dollar uh, payments coming from the Chinese Communist Party? You want to keep them coming? You you better, you you best behave, boy. The U.S. remarks are extremely absurd and irresponsible. It is a blatant political provocation, Foreign Ministry spokes, uh, spokesperson Mao Ning said at a briefing. China expresses strong dissatisfaction and opposition. I didn't. They didn't express just dissatisfaction. I was strong dissatisfaction and opposition. Um. Anyway, that was so. You've got uh, flappers uh, just at a campaign event just starting to tell sensitive secrets just off the top of his head. And whether you deem it as salacious or in, you know, discreetly inappropriate, whatever, whatever your range of response to it is, uh, this is something that a real president does not do. A real president does not sit in a room full of people that are going to write them checks and use his knowledge of international affairs for the titillation of those donors. That's not what you do. You protect America's interests, and you protect our sensitive information and all the stuff that we know because we have such sensitivities. You, you keep that safe. You keep the witnesses safe. You do what you should do. This, uh, this, this just in, uh, just a little while before we went on air today, uh, the missing Titanic sub has been found. The crew was killed in deep-sea catastrophe, according to the Coast Guard. The search for the missing Ocean Gate Titan submersible came to a tragic end Thursday when search-and-rescue items teams discovered a debris field on the ocean floor near the wreck of the Titanic where the crew was headed before losing contact with their surface vessel on Sunday morning. The debris is consistent with the catastrophic loss of a pressure chamber. Upon this determination, we immediately notified the families on behalf of the United States Coast Guard and the entire Unified Command. The Coast Guard said at a news conference briefing on Thursday. The announcement came hours after the USOG alerted the public that a robotic vehicle uh, had made a dis- had made the discovery. Um, yeah, evidently, when you're, you know, two and a half miles under. The surface of the ocean, Uh, the the pressure that can be applied to the thing that you're in can be pretty intense. Uh, The debris field was discovered within the search area by an ROV near the Titanic. The USOG said just before noon on Thursday, ROV stands for Remotely Operated Vehicle. The Titan lost contact with its surface vessel, the Polar Prince, around one hour and 45 minutes into its dive about 900 miles east of Cape Cod, Massachusetts, and around 400 miles southeast of St. John's in Canada's Newfoundland. We found debris, which may be the landing frame and a rear cover of the tail instrument compartment. The thing was torn apart. The people inside didn't have a chance. So thoughts and prayers for their families. That's the latest on the Ocean Gate Water. Kevin McCullough coming right back.
0: This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th.
7: I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the South. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten, and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief, and then they raped me my slave master did not think of me as a human he would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick and one day I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by how I wanted to be free that retriever secured my freedom and thank God I was able to return to South Sudan thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free But please don't stop until we get them all.
5: And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated. And we have more that we are about to embark upon to do you may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out, uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010 or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime. 888-342-1010.
3: Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. My next
5: guest is someone that I came to have great admiration for when he was uh, a governor of a Midwestern state many, many, many years ago. In fact, it's been over 20 years, I think, since that uh, was the case. Uh, He ran for president. Uh, I loved talking to him on my show at that time. And he's done a lot of really good work in recent years uh, for the Trump administration on religious liberty, on the global scale. And uh, there's even a, a fun little uh, anecdote that he he might remember, he might not, that uh, he, his name was used to uh, help propose to my wife <laughs> many years ago uh, <laughs> under a very false uh, pretense. Uh,
8: I, I, now I need to hear this story.
5: I haven't well, heard. Well, uh, former Senator Ambassador Sam Brownback, welcome to the show.
8: Well, thank you, Kevin. A Pleasure that yeah. I could So my your... my bride and I
5: did did relay this to you a number of and I'll tell the short version, but she was working for Salem headquarters out in Camarillo. Um David Spadey was the political liaison there at the time. And um I had arranged this top secret engagement harebrained schemed. I was coming from Chicago flying out there. But the pretense was that um that she was gonna carry a check on behalf of the political action committee to a very important dinner in which Senator Sam Brownback was going to be in attendance. And so the the, the envelope actually had your name on it, uh, and that's what she walked into when she walked into <laughs> just me at a table with a big pile of roses and eventually a ring that was unveiled. So thank you for your unknowing support of my early nuptials.
8: Well, I hope it's been a very fruitful, good marriage.
5: 20 years this year, actually. So we're there we're you very... go.
8: Congratulations.
5: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, Ambassador, it's great to see you again. Um, I know that you, in the Trump years, were focused on religious liberties. Um, My very good friends at Christian Solidarity have been very concerned about the situation with the Armenians that are somewhat uh, encased in the Azerbaijan region. We'll get to that in a second. But from your days in the religious liberty arena, and it's always been a passion of yours, what are we seeing globally from where you sit as it is on planet Earth right now?
8: You know, we're seeing a huge amount of persecution. We're seeing the most Christian persecution in the history of the faith. In the history of Christendom is taking place right now. It's got a lot of different varieties of it, from people being killed to really a lot more subtle uh, forms taking place. Uh, but it's just at a record level. And uh, yet at the same time, we've got kind of this uh, uh, growing interest, support for religious freedom as a fundamental human right. And even for many of us, the cornerstone human right, if they can get this one right, you can build the rest of your human rights uh, doctrine off of it. Hmm. So, you know, I think it's it's one of those situations where you just really have a tough situation, but there's now kind of the, the cavalry starting to come together and charge the hill.
5: Well, one of the things that my listeners and viewers have been very familiar with is that we have been liberating enslaved people from northern Sudan with Christian solidarity for a number of years. But they're active in a number of other countries. Uh, And I'm curious, as you were on this issue, and I think during the Trump administration that Secretary of State and former CIA director uh, Mike Pompeo was also very, um, very, very warm on this issue, if not hot in terms of its importance. Um, How would you, A, B, compare the Trump years to what the Biden team is now
8: doing? The, The Trump years were kind of the launch of religious freedom being a cornerstone human rights and a cornerstone foreign policy issue from being kind of a boutique issue that, okay, some Christians are interested in it, but it's not a mainstream foreign policy issue. It's now gone mainstream, at least for conservatives and people in the Republican side, and and more and more people are seeing that it's the the root um, way to prevent genocide. Most genocides are of religious minorities, mm. and so if you have religious freedom, pluralism, the protection of religious rights uh, for everybody all the time, it prevents genocide. And where you don't have it, you get crimes against humanity and genocide. So we've really made some real progress there. Unfortunately, on the Democrat side, they're for religious freedom, but it's kind of one of a whole bunch of human rights. And it doesn't have any special place uh, for anybody. So this was a cornerstone issue for the Trump years and not so much so for the Biden They're they're kind of
5: more concerned with uh, equal protection of pronouns now as opposed to – religious liberties and i think it's that it a is a whole bunch of them yeah <laughs> lots of pronouns um well and here's the thing um, ambassador the the issue is that if you come from a political worldview forget the word political if you just come from a worldview that does not embrace the imago dei of the human being the inherent goodness of faith in God and just the the potential for what that means to the human experience. If it's not a priority to you, then being persecuted for it kind of just falls on dead nerve endings, doesn't it?
8: I, I wouldn't say it falls on dead nerve endings, but it just becomes a lesser issue to you. Uh it's significant because somebody's being persecuted, uh, that the Uyghurs are being persecuted by the Chinese has a multiple set of foreign policy implications and practical uh impact on people, and so the Biden administration supported the genocide determination that Secretary Pompeo had made, but it's not kind of like the centerpiece that, that you go at, and to understand communist China, you got to remember they are at war with all faiths because right. religion is the one institution that can actually stand up to a government, and they don't want that, and they saw the Soviet Union be taken down by Religious people generally, or by a religion, whether it's the the Catholics in Poland or the refused Nicks in russia uh so they they read the play, last playbook, and they're not gonna fall for that one, and so they're at war with all faiths, so to understand really the Chinese worldview right now, the Chinese communist worldview, you have to understand their antipathy for religion
5: right um, you just returned from a fact finding mission, and just yesterday. You uh, reported back to a congressional uh, meeting of some sort. I'll, I'll have you classify the meeting in a second. But the um, when you went to Armenia and you met with people concerning what some of their folks are facing in Azerbaijan, what was what did you what did you discover? What were your eyes open to?
8: They think a genocide is setting up in uh, Armenia, and particularly for the people of Nagorno-Karabakh that are Armenian Christians. And they think it's going to be the second Armenian genocide after the 1915 one that killed 1.5 million Armenian Christians by the Ottoman Muslim Turks. Uh, they, Same they, people
5: they're at war with, or that that are at war with them now.
8: The apple hadn't fallen far from the tree. And my experience in foreign policy and around people is that that history is kind of the roots and the legacy of what you're going to see today in the tree. And you just that same hatred, that same dismay, that same different people here that we don't want here. That's what's happening in Nagar Karabakh to about 120,000 Armenian Christians that they've got blockaded right now. Azerbaijan does with the backing of Turkey and the allowance of Russia. Russia is allowing this to happen. They've been historically the protectors, they're not protecting it. And these areas are just trying to squeeze them out. And that's when what we can take place.
5: When we come back, I want to ask you what is being done about this on the national and international scale. And then also ask you what we can do as individuals. We're speaking with Ambassador Sam Brownback, who served as the ambassador for religious freedom under the Trump administration. He was also a former presidential candidate and well-beloved senator and governor from the state of Kansas. Uh, stay with us. Come right back.
0: This July 4th. From Angel Studios the force behind his only son and the chosen comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the passion and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino inspired by remarkable acts of bravery. Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in
1: theaters July 4th.
3: Buy one set, get another one, absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one. Absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products.
5: That's mypillow.com promo code KMC.
4: I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me.
2: Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG.
3: Fusion, amplifying truth and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio.
5: Welcome back from Times Square in New York. Kevin McCullough, glad to be with you. Having a bit of a serious conversation with former ambassador, senator and governor, Sam Brownback. Uh, Sam has uh, spearheaded uh, much of the awareness raising in just the last couple of days uh, on Capitol Hill regarding the potential Armenian uh, um, atrocity that may be carried out anytime soon by the uh, Azerbaijanese and the concern that the world is largely ignoring this uh, group of people that are under siege and completely cut off from uh, anything that they might need. And uh, ambassador, we've talked with um, Joel Vander uh, camp of um, CSI we've, we've been, we've had some on the ground reports. So my listeners are a little bit more educated than the general public, but the truth is no one's talked about this uh, in a wide reaching way you were before Congress. What is going on on the national and international efforts uh, to address this?
8: I think people are just waking up to it. I think the Christian Community International is just becoming aware of it. And I think in the past they looked at it as kind of a he said she said dispute between Armenia and Azerbaijan. And I think they're starting to see now more of it as a this is a this is an old stranglehold that's being taken again against the Christians uh, that are surrounded by a Muslim country and backed by Erdogan's Turkey that are Islamists. Erdogan is an Islamist that heads up Turkey, and he wants this pan-Turkish Muslim recreation of the neo-Ottoman empire. And he's doing it. And he's a NATO ally on top of it. And so this is happening with American and Israeli weaponry and that's where we can come in and really start putting some pressure back that this that that the western weaponry not be used. Well, so how do we do that?
5: What what was the the mood of the committee that you met with and what was the feedback?
8: Well, the mood's to do something and there's already a law in place. It's a section 907 uh of the Freedom Support Act and it says in it specifically If Western weaponry, U.S. weaponry, is being used offensively against Armenia, uh, then sanctions go immediately in place against Azerbaijan, and no more weapons uh, get sold uh, to it from the U.S., and we ought to push that for our allies and people like Israel. This is already in place. All it has to be is the Biden administration sign saying that, that the Section 907 waiver is not being met the weaponry from the u s cannot go any further, no ammunition from us to Azerbaijan because they're using these weapons in an offensive manner against if they're them. propped up by Russia, though what difference is that going to make ultimately were propped up by Russia. Okay. the Armenians have been thrown under the bus by the Russians. Uh, the Russians now want Turkey's help and support, and Azerbaijan. And is that largely
5: just, because of Ukraine? They're just their resources have been d- diminished
8: uh, that and um, the Armenians are flirting with democracy. Hmm. Uh, and any in a Russian former Soviet country, they start flirting with democracy. The Russians have this tactic of just freezing them out, saying, OK, you want to try that stuff? Fine. And they put their boot on you any way they can economically or strategically or militarily. And I think that's what's happening to Armenia.
5: Let's talk about uh, from the perspective of my individual listeners and viewers. Um, we have people that care that are part of this audience. Um, I know that Dr. John Eibner's uh, big request every time he's with us is to talk to your pastor about this and start spreading the word through the local church. But what what conceivably could American citizens do? What action steps could we take right now to assist your efforts to get Congress to move?
8: Number one is pray, lift this up as a matter of prayer. Number two, contact your member of Congress asking them to put pressure on the administration to enact these 907 sanctions and Magnitsky sanctions against the Azeri leadership. And these are individual targeted sanctions against the leadership in Azerbaijan. And I think we ought to do it on Turkey as well. And also ask your member of Congress to pressure Israel not to send weaponry to Azerbaijan. I think those are tangible things that will make a key difference. And now, time's of the essence, Kevin. If we put pressure now through the U.S. and our Congress to do this, I think we can head off this. I think the Azeris will back off of this blockade they've got against the 120,000 Christians in nagorno karabakh But But it's got to happen now. It's got to happen now. It's really got – it needs to move now, or this thing could get – desperate pretty fast.
5: Well, let me give a phone number real quick, friends. If you're listening or watching, we'll put it up on the screen as well. 202-224-3121, 202 3121 Kev, you have that that phone number memorized. Yes, that's the Capitol switchboard. And from there, you can reach any senator or congressman's office, uh, express your opinion, have the name of your representative or senator ready when they answer, but they will connect you. Ambassador Brownback, please come back and keep us posted on what's going on.
8: Happy to do it. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for raising this. God bless you guys for caring about it. It's important. Absolutely. Coming right back from New York. Stay here.
0: July 4th. From Angel Studios the force behind his only son and the chosen comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the passion and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino inspired by remarkable acts of bravery Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13 May be inappropriate for children under 13 Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets Only in theaters July 4th
5: For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, Women that have experienced some excruciating things, and I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. We have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. Utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves, and you do it when you call 888 342 1010 or go to bringherhome.org.
3: or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Kevin McCullough,
5: Imran Ansari, glad to have you with us. Now, Imran, yesterday, on Wednesday, Special Counsel John Durham testified that the CIA in 2016 received intelligence that suggested Hillary Clinton had approved a plan to tie then-candidate Donald Trump to Russia But he said it was intelligence that the FBI ignored. He testified to all of this for the first time in front of the House Judiciary Committee uh, on Wednesday, just three weeks after releasing the report that found the Justice Department and the FBI, quote, never should have launched the Trump-Russia investigation. When asked about his findings, this was what Durham said, that the FBI failed to, quote, sufficiently scrutinize information it received and did not apply the same standards to allegations it received about the Clinton and Trump campaigns. Your reaction?
6: Yeah, no, I think this is a a pretty landmark uh, piece of, of testimony we're hearing uh, in the house judiciary committee um, from Durham. I mean, he's really painting this picture uh, of, you know, steps and decisions being taken in the FBI uh, that sort of reeks of, of partisan favor. And, uh one sidedness and uh, there we want the FBI to be uh, an agency which is free from political influence. I mean, I know that's very hard uh in the reality of things to say, uh but the FBI is there it's to still the goal is
5: what you're saying yeah it's what we should
6: aim for exactly is to is there to investigate crime and make arrests right and then hand over uh the criminal. The defendant to the U.S. Attorney's Office, DOJ to prosecute. They're not there to sort of focus in on a partisan, uh, race, uh, especially in a president, active presidential election and focus on one candidate, uh, in order to serve a purpose for uh, a political function, uh, and a partisan goal to be, uh, sought. That's not the goal of the FBI. And it never, uh, was. I mean, there's the FBI has, a pretty long history. Uh, it's had some ups and downs. It's had its scandals. Uh, of course, J. Edgar Hoover, et cetera. But, you know, this is, uh, th- what we have now in this day and age is, is something, uh, which did not happen. And that's the weaponization of not only political uh, prosecution, uh, and, uh, you know, prosecu- uh, prosecutorial agencies, but certainly not the FBI. And I think you have the testimony coming from Durham. Before uh, the house, which is really telling about some of the decisions that should have been made and should not have been made, Uh, especially the really hunt after former President Trump and maybe turning the other cheek as to what could be directives from the uh, you know Hillary Clinton um, in order to sort of quote unquote get Trump.
5: Well, and so and your mentor, Alan Dershowitz, has written kind of the definitive volume on what what they did to, quote, get Trump. That's the name of his book. Right. Uh, And he details a lot of this in uh, some pretty clear legal specificity. But here's something that that also bothers me about it. And being a lawyer that's in the courtroom every day, Imran, I want to know your feelings on it. It's one thing for Hillary's campaign to cook up a scheme and say, Okay, we're going to we're going to put this off as, uh, you know, paint this scandalous story that Trump had some sort of like illicit liaison with Russia and that uh, he was convincing them to work in the campaign. And we're going to we're going to have this dossier and we hire Christopher Steele to write that. It's one thing for the campaign to do all that. It's another thing for FBI agents to go to the FISA court. Which is already controversial because Americans are we we don't we don't just sit around and go yeah okay surveil me like we're just okay with that like no that's kind of anti-American we don't want to be you know surveilled like it's it's already kind of anti-American instinct inside our blood cells to say no we don't need to do that Uh, you you don't need to do that but you have um you have FBI agents and I don't think these were average door kickers these were all political. Uh, appointees and people that were on the seventh floor. These were all seventh floor types, but they go to the FISA court and not once, but on multiple occasions present information in a twisted or not exactly truthful way. And they convince that court to extend these surveillance, um, you know, requests again and again on people, Yeah, not because they had committed crimes, but because they were trying to find something. And it hurts me as an American to say, wow, we need the FBI to be trustworthy, but they go to the court and lie to the judge about it. Like, I think there should be some penalties for some of this stuff.
6: No, absolutely. I and mean, listen, there's a uh, talk of reform, and I think the goal uh, of Durham's testimony here is to highlight the need for more reform. Um, but, yeah, what is the process of calling people out here in terms of um, having some ramification for these acts, if in fact they are solidified and, you know, special counsel Durham's report uh, really has a lot of uh, allegations in there uh, and findings, not just allegations, but findings uh, where the FBI really dropped the ball here and just sort of really failed to do its job. Uh, in terms of applying the standards uh, in terms of this investigation equally um, and not having it into being a partisan uh, witch hunt, if you will. So how do you have that accountability? It's, if it's not going to happen uh, in sort of retrospect, it's making sure that the FBI is functioning in a certain way going forward. And I think that's what the uh, House Judiciary Committee is really searching for here. Uh, there are reforms that have gone into place uh, thus far after all this. But I think it's going to have to be some reassurance if the public is going to be confident uh, in the FBI that that is is really something that that's not going to happen again.
5: It's it's hard for the American voter to look at Washington right now and say that they trust Washington, D.C., because you have in. Well, just take, for instance, in the health arena, you got the CDC and all the people that screwed up stuff during covid and and, you know, they were bossing us around mandating vaccines and stuff. And yet, you know, the longer we find out that there was goofy kind of corruption in terms of how those decisions were arrived at, et cetera, et cetera. That's just one section of the federal government. Now we're we're talking about the Justice Department. We're talking about the the most needed to be trustworthy law enforcement agency on the planet. We need them to be. And I've known a lot of FBI agents over my life, and they were always, I mean, it's its a tough job to get an FBI uh, agent's position because the demand on your integrity is so high. I think we need our institutions and our people to be decent, good people, and we're going to uh, we're gonna have to work harder to prove that in the days to come. All right, we can take another break. Come right back. Don't go away.
0: This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. rated at PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th.
4: I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me.
2: Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG.
5: code KMC.
0: This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. You need to know when you need it.
3: It's Kevin McCullough Radio.
5: All right, Kevin McCullough, glad you're with us. Uh, Thank you to uh, Imran Ansari and uh, Ambassador Sam Brownback uh, for being with us. Uh, Great, great information today, and I hope that uh, you'll take it with you as we uh, continue to press through. You want to get in contact with your congressman at any time, 202-224-3121. We've talked a lot about Congress today. Uh, The president uh, having a tough time keeping secrets. Uh, instead, he's just blab, 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 blabbing them to uh, donors at uh, campaign events. But maybe my favorite soundbite of the last 24 hours came from the subcommittee hearing in the Senate on the issue of trans athletes competing, mostly men that are transitioning to, quote, unquote, become a woman, which they cannot do, um, and that the, the uh, issue of those people competing in sports against, uh, against, uh, biological women and a woman, uh, before Senator Kennedy f- from, uh, Louisiana, uh, tried to convince him that even in the NBA, there's no, there's no difference that women could be just as good in the NBA as men. And, uh, Senator Kennedy wasn't having any of it. Then he asks, uh, swimmer Riley Gaines to weigh in on the example that the trans activist gives them. Just take a listen to this. It's it's really rather remarkable.
8: How many female members of the NBA do you see?
4: Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right?
5: Okay, first off, I just want to say this. She doesn't know the difference in the NBA and tennis and immediately reverts to an illustration that she thinks is going to is going to land the plane for well there's all these men that thought that they could play tennis against serena williams okay let's see how that works out
4: that they think that they could actually score a point on her
8: um and it's just not
4: the case she is stronger than that what's
8: your experience ben male female
4: both serena and venus lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player which they're phenoms for women
5: wait what so, Venus and Serena, and Serena is way tougher than than Venus, but they're both, as Riley Gaines just said, they're both phenomenal. They're they're outstanding. They're two of the greatest female tennis players in the history of the sport. But they both lost to the 203rd ranked male, the number one consensus history of all time women's tennis Uh, Serena Williams lost to the 203rd ranked male so there are 202 men better than her in the national rankings Riley Gaines went on to give a more personal anecdote take a listen
4: Um, my experience my husband he swam at University of Kentucky as well in terms of accolades and in terms of national ranking I was a much better swimmer than him Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week without trying
5: Without without trying. Her husband could beat her head to head in swimming, and he swam competitively, but and she was much higher ranked and valued and visible and everything else. But he could he could totally he could totally wipe the floor with her. This this perfect example of why we need to get the trans out of the women's locker rooms. Kevin McCullough.